let me start by saying this. Brian K. Vaughan, who wrote the comic Paper Girls upon which this series is based on, is one of the greats. Both Bahir and I absolutely love him. He is responsible for Saga, for Ex Machina, for Why the Last Man, and this 30-issue comic book series called Paper Girls. Now, it's an Amazon Prime adaptation, and it just dropped last week. They actually dropped all eight episodes at once, and unlike the unfortunate missteps in Why the Last Man, this one feels like a better, more faithful adaptation of the comic book series. Am I right in thinking, by hey, you haven't read this one? I have not read it. Okay. So I will set it up for people because I won't say it's complex, but it's a little different. When you watch the trailer, it might look like Amazon's answer to Stranger Things, but it really isn't. Mm. The similarities kind of end with the fact that it has kids on bikes. And in this case, it's girls on bikes and not boys on bikes, which in itself already sets it apart from all of the other shows of this kind that we've seen. Because it centers around right. four paper girls who get unwittingly caught up in a time war. That's right. They get traveled back and forth in time and are somehow stuck in the midst of this chaos. Very little of it is kind of explained. And so the series demands quite a lot from you in that it requires you to really pay attention and stay with it. Let's let's try and explain what a paper girl is because, I mean, we never got paper boys in Malaysia as a delivery system. No, we just had the mama uncle who delivered papers. On motorcycle. So essentially, these are four girls who are about 12, I think they are, and they sort of just, you know, deliver newspapers. And that is important because the series starts in 1989, I think. Sorry, 1988. So they make it perfectly clear that these four girls are the new bunch of delivery girls because previously they'd be boys. Mac, one of the characters, was the first paper boy to not be a boy. That is something that one of the characters says in the first episode. Yeah. Another thing that's very interesting about the show is unlike other kids on bikes TV shows, these aren't the best of friends at the beginning of the show. These are girls who barely know each other. Mm. Some of them can't even stand each other. They come from mm -hmm. incredibly diverse and different backgrounds. And it's also kind of symbolic of America in the sense that all of these girls are kind of living and operating in the same neighborhood. And yet they are so demographically different, which is something that you see in suburban America, where one street away from the big bungalows might be the poorest segment of a particular city. Yeah, yeah. And I think they all come to this friendship in inverted commas with sort of their own personal baggage and, and familial you know, history, etc. So it is an interesting way to start. Again, unlike Stranger Things, where they're all essentially within the same demographic. They're all middle, upper class kids. Whereas here, you already start off on the wrong foot, essentially. Admittedly, when the show first began and the first episode started, I was a little disappointed because I was expecting dinosaurs. Now, I say this because in the first couple of issues of the book, because there's time travel and a time war, we see motherfucking dinosaurs. And I was like, okay. holy shit, yes, there's going to be dinosaurs. Now, okay. that said, once I stuck with it, I kind of saw what they were doing with this show. 
And I think this is the reason why it was important that they drop all eight episodes at the same time. The episodes themselves are between 40 and 50 minutes. They aren't particularly long. But they use these first eight episodes to kind of develop who these characters are. And I think that works. The comics move a lot quicker. But that is almost a function of like the 101 of writing comics. Like all comic writers will tell you, you have to hook readers with your first issue. If not, they're not going to come back for issue number two, which is why a lot of the comics we read or will read always end up with some massive cliffhanger at the end of issue one. I mean, cliffhanger or massive, one massive big sort of... Revelation. uh, Revelation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, I will say, Episode one here ends with quite a what the fuck moment. Yes, it does. I think the way it starts off, I was not expecting what happens with Eren in that one. That kept me watching. I'll be honest, I've seen the first four episodes and I'm not with you on this. I mean, it's not bad. I just find the characters hard to watch because like you said in your, in your intro, they're not the best of friends. So there is a lot of internal dynamics that come up very quickly and make me just go, shut up, you've just traveled into time. You know? Right, okay. And I get get it, they're 12. And I kept having to remind myself, why are they acting like such pains in the butt? And I go, no, wait, they're 12. And I think that's what I enjoyed a lot about the series was the fact that they kind of slowly built up these characters. I mean, the reason I kept going was because the four leads are so good. Like the four They're leads great. I will say are they are great. great actors. My complaint is nothing against the actresses. I think it's just the writing made it hard for me to keep watching because it's that dynamic that you normally see further on in a show like this. But but again, it's that idea that they're not starting out as best friends, you know? So it's not that they're best friends something happens to them and then they slowly start to crack and fall apart. In this one, they were never together in the first place. It's the other way around, actually, because by the time you get to episodes seven and eight, these relationships begin to cement. And also in episode seven and eight is when you get a lot of the exposition as to what this time war is all about. Right. They don't burden you with that information up front while they're trying to get these characters to become friends. And so, yes, it's almost the reverse of the traditional trope of friends Mm -hmm. falling apart and then coming back together again. But by the time episode eight is done, the show takes off in a completely different direction. Okay. I agree with you. It is a slow burn. And I think the reason I stuck with it was also because I have an idea as to where it's going. Like they change up quite a bit of stuff from the comics, but they change up the stuff that is necessary to change because it's TV. Like it works in comics, but it's not going to work on screen. And so all of the changes are kind of welcome and functional and serve a purpose. But you're absolutely right in that it is a very slow burn. And Mm. if you don't have any kind of affinity towards the comics, you may not stick with it. And and look, I'm not saying I'm not going to stick with it. I think I'm curious enough, especially with the end of episode four, when you see the air quotes vehicle that they have to time travel through Hell I yeah. was like oh no I'm on board this is what I want to see and I think oh wait so you haven't seen episode 5 yet no when 
another actor shows up that I think you will really love. Oh, no, no, no. That's at the end of episode four. Oh, is it the end? Okay, yes, yes, yes. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he shows up in a, at the end of episode four. On the back of my mind, I knew he was in the show, but I completely forgot. And then he showed up. I'm like, holy shit, he's here. <laughs> um, but, but, but no, I think dropping all episodes at once helps this show. Yes, I think for sure. This is not a week for week show. The way the episodes are written, the cliffhangers at the end of each episode is good enough to get you to the next one, but it's definitely not good enough to last you over seven days. Again, it's not a bad show. I'm really mostly enjoying it. I think the characters are hard to watch, but again, it's not because they're badly written or because the actors are doing them badly. It's just, it's a character thing that we don't see very often. And the sort of reversal of the traditional group of friends go on an adventure trope is a little jarring. For me, the other thing that I really enjoyed about the comics, which I think some people may enjoy about the show, is that it's got a slightly different take on the time travel story as well. So as this revelation happens, the whole time travel element, how it works, and these characters' journeys are all quite different right. from the traditional, typical time travel story. So in that sense, that's fascinating enough to hold your attention. Also... Yeah. It's the kind of show where you just want to stay for these actors because they're all so good. I think Fina Straza, who plays KJ Brandman, is excellent. She's the hardest one for me to love. It's just... Oh, but she's, she's so good like, She's great as the character, but KJ Brandman is just like, will you stop being such a little bitch? Come on! You've just jumped in time. And then Cameron Jones, who plays Tiffany Quilkin, is absolutely fantastic as well. Like, there is this interaction later on in the series by her where she speaks to her older self. And it's absolutely fantastic because you're constantly going back and forth between who is the more mature individual. Right, okay. As they're talking and telling each other this information, you are going back and forth going, no, 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 she's right. She's so mature for a 12-year-old. And they're like, oh, what is this 12-year-old? No, what are you talking about? Like, shut up and listen. And like, you're going back and forth. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I like that whole sequence and the way it plays out, right? Mm, okay. My biggest problem with the series, however, is more of an Amazon Prime issue in that I just wish they had taken a fraction, a fraction of the budget they had given Lord of the Rings and given it I to was this gonna series. Say, yeah. Because when you read the comics, the comics have a very unique and distinct style, right? You know that pinkness that you see? It's all over the comic. It's yep. like really flat colors, but all pervasive colors. Very neon based. Correct. And I just wish... I just wish they gave some of that budget for the show because this is a show that needs a budget because of the kind of giant robots and dinosaurs that come into play. It requires a little more than it has so it doesn't look as CGI. Mm. Later in the series as well, in episode 7 and 8, there are some bits that look really, really, ugh, it's like computer graphics and I'm like, okay, I get it. You guys are working on a small budget and I'm willing to forgive that because for the most part, the show is very good. But I hope for season two, yeah. they give it more of a budget because of the ideas expressed in the comic book. It just needs more to play with. Right. So it doesn't look as cheap because this one feels almost like a network TV show. I was going to say, this feels like that. This feels like they're playing on that kind of budget. Like the armor 
oh, they say armor, but the uniform of the military guys that come down from the future don't look great. They look, <laughs> yeah, they look that, like that, that white rejected suit. Tron uniforms. Yeah, that white suit does not look great. Even in episode four, when the time rip shows up, I'm like, mm, they could have blended that in a little better. That one really looked like leftover graphics from sliders. Like. I liked the design. I didn't mind the design. I just felt like it didn't, it didn't sit in the footage as well as it could have. They didn't render as nicely. Other than that, they do pretty well. I think everything else works really well. I think they got the production design of the 1980s was great in that they were very clever in that they shot it mostly at night, very tight, no big over overarching shots or anything like that. So it was left mostly contained and I think that was a good production decision. Yeah, I just wish they had a little bit more money to play with. I think the effects were not the best. That's it. I think Paper Girls is worth your time, especially if it gets renewed for a second season because the mythology is an interesting one. And normally if a TV show hasn't got me by the first two or three episodes, I wouldn't recommend it because there's so much good content out there that you don't have time to waste on things that meander. However, that said, yeah. Paper Girls is a show that I feel has a lot of potential. Having read the comics and seeing where it ends up, it's telling a very unique and interesting story. And I kind of appreciate that the storytellers and the filmmakers have taken the time to develop these four characters, even more so than is done in the comics, because they feel like the most interesting parts of it. Like, they made a decision. They sat down, they went, yes, this time war science fiction shit is really cool. But actually, what we have here in this book is these four girls. And they are the most interesting parts of it. Just listening to what you're saying, it's interesting that they've decided to start off the focus with the four kids because of that reversal of the trope. You can't just go into it with this big, challenge time war thing and hope to build character after that i think the accidental jump that happens in episode one really puts this these four girls into the fire and they have to sort of forge together to face whatever's coming up next so that reversal is very interesting as a storytelling exercise but the subsequent episodes about trying to figure out what is going on with this time war thing is going to keep me coming back Paper Girls is now streaming on Amazon Prime Video. Be sure to check it out and let us know what you think. You can reach out on all of our social media feeds, GogglerMY. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler hotline, 012-524-5208. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Goggler Podcast. <laughs>